What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Places Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. Terrence. What's up? And because it is a Nintendo-centric episode, when we get down to top stories, we have, of course, brought on the Nintendo expert herself, Carrie. Hello. It's me. (laughs) Here to talk about Nintendo. It's been a good week. It's been a good week for Nintendo, actually. It it has been a good Nintendo week. Um, We will have to save that until later in the show. Before we do anything, we have a five-star review that Micah can read. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, sorry. I forgot the protocol because we haven't had a five-star review in a while. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Nahara. What is it? Nahara. Bob Nahara from the United States. I think it's Nahara. It might be Chihara. I haven't taken the Japanese in a while, so uh, sorry, Bob. <laughs> uh, Bob says, I love love the show. I am textbook stereotypical Japanese, so I grew up on a lot of video games. Your name I is would, Bob? I mean, that might be his American name. I went, with a, I went, I went to school with a, with a girl named Grace, whose real name was like, it started with X and then just like, went downhill from there (laughs) or you know chances are this is someone who has like a japanese father and so a japanese family name and then an american mother there you go or they no i I had a friend named his name was young and he when he moved to to uh what the fuck is that place where all the asian people moved to in um maryland silver spring no the other one no in baltimore (laughs) in baltimore Catonsville, not Catonsville. No, Catonsville is right because that's where the H Mart is. Yeah, but it's a specific <laughs> part of Catonsville. Ellicott City. Yes. All right. Ellicott City changed the name to Kevin. I was like, I don't know you as Kevin. Nigga. Your name is Young. Fuck off. <laughs> anyway, continue. Sorry. <laughs> Bob says, "I love the show. I am textbook stereotypical Japanese, so I grew up on a lot of video games. I would love if you sprinkle in every now and then references of older video games." From 1990 to 2005-ish in your jokes, my sweet spot of video gaming. Micah's comment about just naming game titles straight to the point like game cracked me up. FYI, Puyo Puyo literally means blobby in Japanese. So it looks like Sega had preemptively accepted Brad's comment. Very good. (laughs) Anyways, keep up your hilarious work. Uh, Dense Pixels Psycho, uh, which means is awesome. Uh, thank you, Bob. Yes, thank you very much. And and we are textbook stereotypical racist, apparently. Getting <laughs> part of our conversation. I mean, Bob, I'm a black yeah. nerd. I'm being a black nerd. I'm predisposed to liking everything Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you have you uh, Naruto run in your life? Uh, I have Naruto ran ran a few times. Yes. Are you serious? Actually, yes, I have. <laughs> when I was younger, yes, I had. Yeah, Ooh, so when like, the fuck did Naruto come out when you were twenty six? Well, it's no, not a Naruto. Okay, so Naruto, for my frame of reference, Naruto was first getting popular when I was in like early middle school. So twenty six? <laughs> twenty two for you guys? Because yeah, I was no, like not eleven not... or twelve. Okay, no. Well, look, Naruto running it didn't originate with Naruto. Like, like you ran like Blade did it. 
Blade did it when he was running up that hill. And he had the sword with his arms behind him. Yeah. No, I never did that shit. I don't believe you. No, I believe. Believe what you want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> I, believe it. I like that looking. No. I don't. I don't think Terrence had a childhood. I think Terrence turned like six, and then he's like adult, like immediately. That's 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 exactly yeah, how Terrence went. The fully formed forty-year-old uh, man, which is weird because he's not forty. That's <laughs> yeah, very strange. <laughs> well, thank like, you for those five-star reviews. In case you didn't get Micah's shade, he was throwing on the rest of you slackers. Get him in here, and we'll read him on the air. So we like Bob. Yeah, Bob we like awesome. Bob. Bob is psycho. <laughs> Sugoi. I see what you did there. Um, All right, can we move on now? We can <laughs> carry briefly talk about uh, Digimon story, Digimon. Cyber Sleuth, Hacker's Memory, a game that released. It's a, six it's weeks a lot ago. of syllables for one game. I got to tell you, Digimon Story, Cyber Sleuth, Hacker's Memory. It is uh, the side story to uh, the original Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth, which came out two years ago on the PS4. Um, it's good. It's very much more of the same as far as um, the Cyber Sleuth story uh, and that setting is concerned. Um, but like, it plays just like a really good turn-based JRPG where you have the ability to customize your party, um, which means I lean very heavily into characters from um, my favorite season of Digimon, but the game allows me to do that, so that's fun for me. Um, I wouldn't say it's it's not quite as lengthy as like a Persona game or something like that. Like I know I'm nearing the end of like the main story of this now, and I'm like thirty hours into it. So like if you were to play Cyber Sleuth and then Hacker's Memory back to back, which I 100% suggest you do because Hacker's Memory's biggest fault is that it doesn't stand on its own separate from the first game. Um, but yeah, no, I'd, I totally, you know, recommend that you do that, even if you're only tangentially interested in, in Digimon, because like they're just good games. So can I, can I say something? I, um, I guess this is uh, on me for not paying attention, but. I thought that there were commas in between a few of those things, and I thought you played three games called Digimon Story, Cyber Sleuth, and Hacker's Memory. <laughs> no, really it's, it's all one game. one game. It's one game. Wow. Oh, my God. I've also been playing uh, another game with a obnoxiously long title called um, Radiant Historia Perfect Chronology. <laughs> you know, let, me, let me ask Micah's question for him before he asks it. <laughs> Did Square publish these games? The answer is no. no. You would think so from the titles, but uh, not no. so much. Um, Digimon is uh, Bandai Namco, and Radiant Historia is Atlas. Um, if you didn't play Radiant Historia when it first came out on the DS, um, definitely pick it up, because it's probably one of the best RPGs I've ever played. So it's really good, and you should play it. Mike, you still have your 3DS with a thin layer of dust sitting on top of it right now. Oh, where is it? I think I have it. Oh, Bam. <laughs> Bam. Nice. Oh, shit. That's so, why I got it in gunmetal gray, so you can't tell that there's dust on it. Mm. Well, fortunately for you, there's a lot of great stuff coming out for 3DS, which we'll find out later on in the episode. Spoilers, not actually that much. Um, <laughs> we will move on from there. Uh, check out 
youtube.com slash dense pixels. Subscribe to that channel. When you go there, click the bell icon so you get notified whenever new content gets published to our channel. We post this podcast in video format every single week on there. We also post two clips every Monday that you should share with your friends and tell them why they should listen to this podcast. It gives them a little bit of insight on how awesome the show is. And then ideally, they subscribe and watch every episode. That would be awesome. We also post game reviews in this place. Yeah, and then give a five-star review. See, it all works in conjunction with each other. So again, youtube.com slash pixels. If you have not signed up for TNP Studios premium content, you are slacking and missing out on all sorts of really fun stuff. Go to densepixels.com slash premium to sign up today. It's $5 a month or $50 for the entire year to get access to our premium shows, which include the Area of Grievances, the Look For Political Podcast, No Time to Bleed, which the, uh, the th- actually Micah and Jay by themselves reviewed Blade last week, and The Men with the Golden Tongues, which myself and Micah That's not true. reviewed Spectre. You were there as well? <laughs> yeah, I was there. I did not listen to the episode, so I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize that you were also Way to go, episode. Brad. <laughs> I mean, to your credit, Brad, he was there eventually. Oh, okay. Oh. Mm. So maybe, maybe I just listened yeah. to the beginning of the episode. And that's uh, that's what happened there. But yeah, lots of good stuff. And again, a reminder for you men with the Golden Tongue fans, check out the survey that I posted in the Nerpocalypse fan group a little bit ago. Rank the James Bond movies for us so that you can help us make the initial rankings for our James Bond March Madness tournament that's happening later this month. It's going to be awesome. Last but not least, this show and all the other TNP Studio shows are also now on Spotify. So if you use Spotify for your podcast, you can check us out on there. The whole TNP Studios family is there. If not, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, any podcatcher that you choose, but we're also now on Spotify, so that's an option for you as well. So, new releases. It is a big, fat week with a lot of t- a great ton of games, uh, but none that will be impactful, really, in any way, shape, or form. No. So we will go through them all. Uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered comes out for $39.99 on the PS4 and Xbox One. If that's you'd like to play, uh, you think it's too high? I agree with you, actually. That should be a twenty dollar game. It is in four K HDR though. If you have a PS4 Pro or Xbox One X. Okay, so it should be a twenty five dollar game. <laughs> I mean, check it out if you want to play the best Burnout game uh, ever again. Uh, but I cannot buy it because I will not support EA from this point forward. So it'll be a hard pass for me, dog. Um, the twenty fifth Ward, the Silver Case. I don't know what this game's about. Doesn't matter. Armello, which was a board game uh, video game that came out that I've played. It was. Okay, um, that's out on disc format now. Uh, Beast Quest, a novel series that apparently is like 100 some odd novels in three years or something like that, now has a video game that's coming out, so there's that. Uh, the Dove May Cry HD collection, which previously released on the PS3 and Xbox 360, is available for Xbox One and PS4 this week. Uh, Hakuoki Inu Blossoms is a Japanese game. It's out on PS4. That's Pure, a visual novel. There you go. So Pure Farming 2018, if you want to get your farm on and your farming simulator is not good enough. Apparently, pure farming will be. Uh, the Raven Remastered, this is a game that takes place in England in the 60s. I don't really know what it's about, except it looks like it has a guy from the Court of the Owls on the cover of the box. That's great. Surviving Mars, if you wanted to play The Martian, the video game, that's exactly what this is. So those are your physical releases uh, for this week. Digitally, there are two games that I've chosen to highlight. Or chose to highlight. Uh, the Council uh, for PS4 and Xbox One, and this is from the description that is for the game. It is, quote, an episodic game like no other. <laughs> That's all they really had to say in the description for this game. I couldn't tell I, you what it's about. Uh, that's fine. 
And then the other game that's coming out is a very strange uh, mismatch of of licenses. Tesla versus Lovecraft for PS4 and Xbox One, which appears to be a top-down shooter of some kind, uh, where I'm assuming you use Tesla inventions to fight Cthulhu monsters. So, oh. pass. For some reason, I was thinking about the car company. Uh, <laughs> Elon Musk develops, tries to save the world from fucking you know, apocalyptic uh, biblical creatures. Yeah, like like Cthulhu riding around in a sixty thousand dollar car. Or some shit. <laughs> um, there are also a ton of new game announcements for the week, and I just realized that I put one of the docket stories uh, inside of the wrong section. So while I fix that, let me copy paste. You guys are getting to see behind the scenes, fun times. Um. Sony announced a God of War themed PlayStation 4 Pro to launch alongside the game. Uh, you know our feelings on themed consoles, but I suppose if you were going to get one, this would probably be one of the better ones to get. At least this one has the front of the console that actually looks significantly different than the, I mean, uh, the rest of it. For the, for the sake of a series like God of War, which has been kind of a big deal for for sony for a long time uh, and you know i guess i guess this is something where for people who are fans of god of war and maybe haven't you know made the jump to a pro yet this is probably a, a good enough deal to make that happen it's 400 bucks comes with the game as well so if you're gonna do it seems like it the lo- time to do it, it. looks ugly <laughs> well to each his own. Uh, Ubisoft. Is it white? <clears throat> it's it's gray. Uh, it's, yeah, it's gray. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I don't hate it. I just I can't I can't abide by white consoles. <laughs> Look, it's better than the fucking Star Wars one that they that they put out. So you're not yeah. wrong. Uh, Ubisoft has formally announced the Division Two is coming uh, probably sometime next year. The f- more details will come at E3, so we'll talk about that then. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops I I I I has been confirmed by Activision. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I I know that they did it so that they could have the symmetrical logo, but I hate this. One, do we really need a fourth COD Blops? Um, it's their most popular franchise. I guess. I just, I feel sorry for GameStop employees who are going to have to deal with, you'll get that Coblops? You got that Blops? Because that's what I had to deal with. I'm like, I, no, feel, I don't know what that is. I feel bad for the youth of America who will now think that the Roman numeral four is four dashes. <laughs> <laughs> So, but that yeah. is uh, the only day. The only way that they can redeem this is if uh, Black Ops Five is the four tick marks with the slash through it, like yeah, like tallies, yeah, like a kill streak. Yeah, you know it's going to be. I bet you they already have it planned out for that uh, be- for the twenty 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 one release for uh, Black Ops. <sighs> I I I I slash. Uh, but the full reveal for that game is happening May seventeenth. It is releasing. On October the 12th, I know what you're thinking. Not releasing in November? Why is that? Well, turns out they probably want to beat Red Dead Redemption 2 to market. Otherwise, very few people, or very significantly less people will probably buy their game when it comes out. That makes sense. Uh, I feel like the the Call of Duty crowd 
is going to purchase their game regardless. I don't give like yeah, but I, don't I know think if the Call of Duty crowd and the Red Dead Redemption crowd are going to overlap. Each I think, other but much. I think there are enough casual Call of Duty players that also casually would be getting Grand Theft Auto or uh, Red Dead Redemption rather. And, because uh, it's a Rockstar game, right? Like and Grand and they'd be like, "Oh, I, there's so much to do in this game. I don't need to worry about getting Call of Duty right away." So, yeah, your hardcores are going to get it no matter what. But the cat is it's the casual people they want to make sure they rope in for that one week before. Yeah, they just uh, want to make sure they're not splitting that audience. I agree. I agree. I, it's gonna be. It's gonna. You know, who's gonna get the shaft here. It's gonna be a fucking, a fucking battlefield. Whatever it is that's gonna come out this year. There's a battlefield coming out this allegedly. Year? Allegedly, there is. Like, like a main battlefield. Neat. I know you're very excited. Um, day- uh, personally, yeah, just <laughs> overjoyed. Uh, days gone. Battlefield Hardline Two. <laughs> Yeah, I don't if think that's they're gonna what make it that is, I'm gonna laugh so hard. And a visceral, visceral's dead. Remember, they're not a, uh, they're not around anymore. So, oh yeah, that's right. That was that was their game. Uh, Days Gone has been officially delayed into 2019, which is fueling speculation that The Last of Us Two may actually release this year. What say you? I forgot Days Gone was a thing. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I saw it on the docket and I was like, wait, what was it? What was Which that? One was Which one was this? That's the other Sony zombie game that's coming out. Yeah, the one that looks like that has the character that looks like Joel from the yes. Last of Us. Yes. What if it's all like a like a like a secret marketing ploy and they're all in the same universe, right? Like what if it's what if it's like the walking dead and fear the walking dead? What if what if The Last of Us 2 has the subtitle Days Gone? Hmm. I don't think it would make a lot Is of sense then. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that's I don't know. It just it didn't interest me at all when the first saw Days Gone. It just looked like I thought it was The Last of Us 2 when they uh, first showed it. So did everybody else. So, but, yeah. so if you were if you were really excited to play your World War Z Sony uh, shooter, that's that's not till next year now. And then uh, this this news will actually make Terrence pleased. Uh, State of Decay Two has an official release date, May twenty second, coming exclusively, of course, to the Xbox One. Yeah, the first one was very fun. It was just missing multiplayer. Now it has it, and it looks better. It should be really fun. Can't wait. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it, but I, I can't wait. Will you still be playing Monster excited. Hunter when that game comes around? Yes. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. It's a very real possibility. I got I got on to play it. some Iron Banner, and who did I see toiling away at Monster Hunter World? But uh <laughs> but I'm stuck though. Stuff. I can't reach level 50 because I can't beat this bitch ass Karen. I can't. I've tried with four people. I've tried by myself. Tried with three people. It's got attacks that will take you out in one hit, and it's like a weird kind of like thing where it it lays attacks on the ground, but it telegraphs them. The problem with that is every goddamn weapon in the game is so clunky. You really don't have control over your body in certain issues. So when it when it when it fucking lays the the lightning that will take you out in one hit. If you're in the middle of a swing, you're fucked. And it'll kill you. Fuck that bitch. This I is why it. I don't play Monster Hunter. Like I, I, I almost deleted it off my hard drive. <laughs> I'm serious. It's, it's fucking driving me crazy. Because it's, 
because you have to beat this character to reach level 50. I'm stuck on 49 right now. And the game is just telling you no. And the game is like, go fuck yourself, beat this. Mm-hmm. But then when I beat it, I'm probably going to like jump up to level 60 something because it keeps it like continues to keep your score for all the other shit you do, but it just locks that level until you can beat this character. I don't like just that. Just like it did for 29. Like it, it locked level 30, I think. It locks 15. It has like little milestones that it locks where you have to beat one like really powerful monster at your particular level to unlock the rest of the level. So I'm stuck. I've been stuck for three days. I can't fucking beat this bitch. And I'm really getting angry. Just thinking about it. Getting tilted. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is uh, that is a the slew of new release announcements and, and everything else for this week. So let me pass it to Terrence with our headlines. Yeah, first up, so uh, Trump decided he wanted to have a uh, meeting with the game industry. Um, it, apparently, it happened on the seventh or the eighth of uh, last week. Um, it got swept in all the, the like the tariff announcement because it happened yeah, like right before it, that this, happened. Like this fucking administration is so fucked. Whatever. Um, so yeah, he shows a sizzle reel of just violence in video games, and uh, he says, "This is violent, isn't it?" Like, well, wow, yeah, I guess it is, <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily cause um, a lot of people. Um, yeah, the video game industry was like, fuck you, no, suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we're here, but like, what, I mean, what are like, we doing here? there have been studies after studies after studies showing that there is no causal relationship between video game violence and real world violence. There's barely even really a correlational aspect to it because video games are so prevalent as a form of media today it's not like a niche thing like it maybe was 25 years ago you know everyone plays video games so the fact that you know someone who shoots up a school happens to play video games and plays video games that they've sold five million copies of it's like saying Oh, well, this guy watched the Super Bowl last year. Like there's no there's something everyone fucking does. So I get I get really fucking turned when people try <laughs> to link video game violence with real world violence because it's just it seems like such a cheap way to try and find an excuse for something when clearly the root problem is elsewhere. Yeah, I just find it. Uh, we've been we've went well, well so many times. I don't think I don't think he's ever touched a video. I don't think he's ever touched a game controller in his life. I don't think he's watched a movie. <laughs> a lot of things I don't think he's done. I think he's retarded. <laughs> Can I tell you that huh? I, on the list of attendees, I was upset that Baron Trump wasn't invited. He would have saved us all. <laughs> And even allowed to come like, to the meeting. Look, you don't even know I exist. Man. He would have been like, "Shut up, Dad." <laughs> <laughs> I love that father. this ninety this ninety second sizzle reel. Half of it of the game shown are military games, right? And and like three fourths of that are modern U.S. military games, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah, this is this is all Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, well, what is that? 
Gee, the video games that seem to be glorifying the military also happen to be exceptionally violent. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder why. Hmm. <laughs> Basically, the uh, ESAs and ESRB stances, especially upon seeing the video, they're just like, yeah, uh, those games aren't supposed to be played by children, but parents let it happen. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I worked I worked at GameStop for four years. Every time I sold an M-rated game, particularly one that was, like, really heavy on, like, either sex or violence, I'd be like, you're aware this game is rated M for blood and gore, intense violence, strong language, this, that, and the other, a.k.a. all the things that they put on the fucking back of the boxes. <laughs> now I got time for you. And, and 75% of the time, uh, a parent buying the game for a young kid would just be like, meh, yeah, whatever, he plays all the other stuff, so yeah. So it's the parents' fault. So you know, you can. It's the same thing with like R-rated movies. Nothing will right? happen from this, by the way. Like, there's there's been no calls for anything to happen further on down the road here. Um, right. I just want to point out. So the ESA released a pretty boilerplate statement. The ESRB released a pretty boilerplate statement. Uh, the International Game Developers Association, not so much. Not so much. So they uh they tweeted out later. I'm quoting here. Let's be blunt on video games and gun violence. We will not be used as a scapegoat. The facts are very clear. No study has shown a casual relationship between playing video games and gun violence. Causal. Right. Sorry. Yes. Sorry that you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Making video games or any form of media a scapegoat for consistently refusing to even consider the reasonable, rational firearm restrictions Americans want and deserve isn't fooling anyone. Yep. They're they're not and they're not wrong. They're absolutely not wrong. This this was one hundred percent a response to um, this sort of uh, grassroots groundswell of a movement to place stricter restrictions on firearms, as there fucking should be. By the way, um, so instead, you know, Trump met with the NRA and was like, "Hey, what have we talked about video games?" <laughs> Talked about violence instead of talking about guns. That's well, what if we did that? And so that's what they did. And then they also stopped talking about guns. So, gee, I wonder why they decided to talk about video games for a fucking day and a half. Right. Like, like, what was they're the, not like, fooling anyone. What, what did the master negotiator think was, was going to happen? Like, video game companies would be like, you know what? You're right. Let's just stop making games. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to make any more money, so I'm just going to stop making these games that make us a billion fucking dollars every year. That sounds like a great plan. Like, what was his feet like? What? Like, (sighs) well, he he, remember we talked about last week. He said before the meeting that he hopes maybe they'll put like a rating system, like they have in the movies, or or as they called it back in his day, talkies. (laughs) Wowie! What a fucking idea! It's not like we've had that since 1996. Again, I don't think he's ever watched a movie or played a video game in his life. No, I don't think he's he ever negotiated anything in his life. Like, what was Are the you... point of this meeting? The ESRB was founded in 1994, right? Because of Mortal Kombat, yeah. And 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 the other game, which I always love to point out to people, um, God, what was it? Pit Fighter? <laughs> no, it was. Remember that game? No, it was the. 
man, you must the, really love it pointing the, it out to people. Yeah, I know. I, I like, I'm completely <laughs> blank. No, it's the one they like, they just did an HD Night, remake Night Trap? of it. Night yeah. Trap. Yeah. yeah, Night Trap. People oh, were yeah. freaked out oh, by oh, Night Trap yeah. because it had girls in 90s. And my favorite thing about Night Trap is that it helped cause the ESRB to come into formation. And then when it when they did the HD remake, it was given a teen rating. And people were so upset about it 20 years ago, only for it to get basically like a PG-13 rating, which I think says a lot about where our society is now compared to where it was. Well, it's, it's the ago. it's the Family Guy Simpsons things, right? Like like when when I shouldn't say when we were kids, when Micah, Terrence and I were children, Simpsons was considered extremely risque. But then compare that to like Family, Family Guy, Guy, for example, and it's, it's even not like even South close. Park. Yeah, that too. That's that's another good one as well. Um, the last point we'll make is Micah, he's the deal maker, but he couldn't even negotiate a non-disclosure agreement with a porn star correctly. Right. So. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> she's like, look, I'll give the hundred thirty thousand dollars Oh yeah, I'm sure she's gonna be giving talk. that. I'm pretty sure it's not gonna come from the news the news uh organization who who gets to run the story exclusively. Pretty sure that's where that money's coming from. Well, like, I'll, I'll give it back. I'll, I'll get it back, but you can have it back if you want. Let me get these fucking interviews out. Talk about how small your dick is. Maybe maybe she has a lawyer that'll loan her the money taken out of home equity loan or something, mm. whatever, whatever it was. Yikes. Gross. So that whole situation just makes me sick to my goddamn stomach. Like, I need better standards, woman. Uh, where are we at next up? Valve is making and shipping games again. I define good Half Life Half Life Three confirmed. Yeah, no, you know. Valve founder Gabe Newell said the company, which hasn't shipped a uh, shipped a new full size game since 2013's Dota Two, is back in the business of making and shipping games. Its next game is an is called Artifact, and it's supposed to be released next. Oh, this year. What's it a card game? Yeah, I think so. Because it's being developed with Richard Garfield, who created Magic. So, Count. I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's certainly it's certainly something worth paying attention to. I don't think Richard Garfield has ever put out a game that like wasn't successful. Um. So, uh. Yeah. So this is they're calling it sort of a digital card game a la Hearthstone. So, and it's based on the universe and rules of Dota 2. So it's a Dota card game that will probably play a lot like Magic. Well, I did play, he did have an input on that one digital game, Soulforge, that I talked about many years ago on this I don't show. I remember that at all. Well, it's because it doesn't exist anymore. So Was that on, was that on your Oya? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a Kickstarter, though. Now that you mentioned it, it was a... Uh, uh. It was a Kickstarter game uh, that was that was pretty. I mean, the game was good, but it just didn't. It just didn't. Uh, they didn't really. I think Hearthstone coming out did not do them any favors either. But it did yeah, not probably. quite really. Uh, they didn't quite get it right with the digital side of it. But I, w- I would trust Valve to do considerably better. Well, plus, I mean, this year is the 25th anniversary of Magic: The Gathering, so I'm sure you're going to have sort of a built-in interest with. Oh. 
Richard Garfield's doing something new on the 25th anniversary. Even though Watsy doesn't have anything to do with it, you might have people just sort of be inherently interested. I don't know because magic nerds just kind of play magic, and That's like the, and true. like they play magic online. Like they had they have online versions of Magic Gathering. Terrence is a huge fan, as we found out on previous episodes. <laughs> what happened? You 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 <laughs> love that uh M- that MTG uh, Xbox game that they put out. Yeah, I did play for about two three weeks. Yeah, so it was fine. It I don't was remember just, fine. <laughs> I enjoyed it for when I played it. Then I just never went back to it. So Sounds about care. right. Uh, I don't have the next story opened up. Hold on one second. Next up. Diablo. Uh, oh, Diablo 3 is or is not heading to the Switch. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> I care. I care. I would love to play Diablo on right? Subway. I would only care if my if uh, my character was transferable, which I guarantee it is not yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. the case. Yeah, I mean, of course. So this this is so Blizzard tweeted this like cryptic image of a nightlight of Diablo's face being switched on and off, and they were like. Oh, what are we doing here? Just like no context to it whatsoever. So everyone's like, "Oh, they're they're going to port this to the Switch because why wouldn't they? That seems like a fucking fantastic idea." Um, but it hasn't been confirmed yet. But apparently, inside sources are saying that it's actually happening. So, what uh, what's the price point for you, Brad, to buy this? Oh. Well again, well, again, if 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 it's if I can't transfer my character, there is no price point. I would <laughs> I will not I will not buy it at all. If I can transfer my character, if I can share data between that between the Switch and the PS4 version, thirty bucks, I would get it. Isn't everything? Uh, isn't everything on BattleNet? Like, can't you? It is, but that doesn't mean like like I can't get an Xbox One and log in with my PlayStation character. Gotcha. Right. So. I, I don't think you're going to see transferring prefer, between families. So that that's a deal breaker for me because there's no point. There's no sense in getting it because I don't feel the need to play it on the go like that. Micah, so. for you, is there even a price point where you wouldn't buy it? Like if, um, this, if this comes out and it's a full 60, are you still buying no, it? No, I'm not buying it if it's a full 60. I'd okay. get it if it was 40. Okay, um, that's kind of where I'm at too. Yeah, I, I, got, I, have, I have an hour-long subway ride. I can... I can get this done you can get a lot done on an hour-long subway ride yeah but um yeah no i i can't i can't pay 60 bucks for it not uh, i think i've bought it like twice i can't i can't do it <laughs> see like, the game is always on sale now that's you know true I mean? <laughs> like i the the last time i played it was when it came out and um my husband's then roommate um bought it for the ps4 and so like we all played and then he moved out and took it with him so that was really the last time i played diablo 3 so i would love for it to come out on switch holy shit i just thought of something yes you know the game they should be releasing on the switch overwatch fucking hearthstone that too isn't that free it is but put that shit on eShop. yeah that would make too much sense get on it baby yeah <laughs> Uh, no, not Overwatch. You don't need Overwatch. <laughs> Probably right. Yeah, those, those, that, those, uh, the Switch controllers are good. They are not good for a first-person shooter. Like I only play Overwatch on PC, so. Yeah, Wazdy ended up over there. 
Brad Doom Switch version has something to say about that. Um, I don't mm-hmm. believe them, <laughs> and I, and I, I won't, and I won't believe them when Wolfenstein like. Two comes out as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of terrible controllers for uh, shooters, uh, Fortnite Battle Royale <laughs> is coming to the uh, to mobile. mobile. Yeah, what of the, course. No, what the that fuck? Seems bad and dumb. I mean, PUBG did it in China. Did they? In China, they did. Okay. Yeah. Gonna say, How the fuck does that work? Who the Badly, fuck knows? Like, I could, I couldn't imagine what the mobile controls for fucking PUBG are. It would, when I, when, when you look at the console controls in, you know, in, in right in, in America, I couldn't, yo, <laughs> nah, there's just there in, in, on mobile, there's just a border of buttons around the entire screen basically <laughs> that you have to that you can press. Is how that like, works. He's like, you have to, you have to get a controller and mount your fucking phone on something. There's no way. That's dumb. No At that point, way. like, why even bother? Just fucking get a PC. Yeah. Or or a console. Like, no, man, don't. Anyway, Fortnite is coming to mobile, and I just, that, that doesn't, no. <laughs> Have you ever tried to play anything on a mobile phone that requires more than one or two buttons? Yes. Yeah, no. Yes. Oh, here's, no. Here's the best like part. Shooter? Get the fuck out of here. Face. Here's the best part. So, apparently, mobile players, according to my old buddy, Nick Chester, have the choice to opt into PlayStation 4 and PC queues if they want to on mobile. Nigga, are you serious? <laughs> you know, just, just chop your fucking hands off. What it, like, why would, you, why would you put yourself through that heartache? You're not going to, yo, it's one out of, you are not, yo, if you can win <laughs> a match of Fortnite on a mobile device, you might be Jesus. <laughs> and you're playing someone on a PC or a fucking PlayStation 4 or Xbox 360 or Xbox One, there's no fucking way. No, no, no. I refuse to accept the fact that someone would get that good on a mobile device. If you do, you have way too much time on your hands. You know there's going to be some savants out there that are, <laughs> that, are just, that are just steamrolling people on their fucking cell phones. I can't imagine. Sitting there with their goddamn iPhone just fucking wrecking shop. Getting... What 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 do they call winning in Fortnite? Because I know in PUBG it's it's chicken dinner. I don't know. I've never won sausage plate. We're <laughs> gonna call it now. <laughs> but yeah, apparently the weird thing about this game is like I think this is the only game that this company gives a fuck about it. I think this is the it only really game that Epic is. gives a fuck about. It because really it's making is. They could, get, so they could give money. a shit about anything else in their catalog right now. Right? They're like, yo, every it's Fortnite everything. They don't care about it. A goddamn thing. Like this thing has hit so big. It's so. What are they going to do when people start getting tired of it? They will never be tired of it, Terrence. But the battle royale is the new, the new thing, the new it thing. Hero shooters, fuck out of here. You've had your day. We're tired of you. It's <laughs> it battle royale now. I, I granted, battle royale is, is it's it's something about it. It's really fun. But come on, man, you're putting all your eggs in one basket. I, I, I actually wait Cliff Blazinski's Battle Royale game that I'm sure is in development as we speak. He'll be late to the party fashionably, as usual. Here's what, here's what I want to know from you guys right now. When it fails. Is how many episodes do you go between mentioning Cliff, Cliff Blazinski? I have a sign behind me that you can't see on camera that is literally a days not without or episodes without mentioning Cliff Blazinski's <laughs> sign. It stays on zero on the regular. I get worried we get to like three or four. Mm. He's gonna he's gonna save Resident Evil, guys. He's gonna what now? 
I remember a couple years ago, he's like, oh, I could save the Resident Evil franchise if they let me. And then they did it themselves. No. Hey. <laughs> well, it's interesting that Capcom is making a bit of a comeback, right? They got the Resident Evil 7 or whatever the fuck one it was. Biohazard 7. Monster Hunter's the highest selling game it ever had, ever. Street Fighter, what the fuck? Yeah, good for them. They I mean, they're, here's the thing. Give them six months and they'll have shot themselves in the foot three and a half times. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah. Like they did, they basically fucking gave up on a Marvel's Capcom Infinite. Uh, that's, that's a shame. Um, yeah, what else is coming out though for them? Not much. The DLC better be fucking fire. Anyway. Play dead teams with real doll makers for me. What? <laughs> What's going on here? What? Uh, teams up with sex doll maker for $375 collector's edition of what? For inside. They're going to give you a pocket pussy? Uh, it, yeah. No one knows. <laughs> Don't you play a child in the inside? You yes. do. Gross. Extremely. But well, no, actually, what is this about? They they are <laughs> making a collector's. Jay, that's, ed- how you, that's how you. That's how you. Pedophile problem is to give pedophiles uh, uh, a bunch of pedophile a uh, little kids f- to fuck. So so here's what's going on. Um, they're releasing a three hundred and seventy five dollar collector's edition for Inside, and it includes a physical copy of Inside for PS4, Steam codes for Inside and Limbo, and other stuff. They have Other said stuff. they have said played out or played out. Woo! <laughs> Play Whoa. Dead has said that's what it is. Uh, we will not tell you what it is. Maybe it's what you're thinking. Maybe not. We can confirm that there are several items included. One of which is a PS4 game disc. The rest is up for speculation. They giving you a pocket three hundred and seventy five dollars. No, I don't fucking no. I don't gamble. That's a real loot box. <laughs> Like, what the fuck is that? You know? <laughs> Get out my, That's my not okay. dollars <laughs> No, this should be fucking no government. Get on this one. That's fucking. That's... Hmm. But then again, if you decide you want to buy a three hundred and seventy-five dollar mystery box, good luck. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's crazy. I'm sure it's probably like a little miniature thing that you play in the game or whatever. But yeah, no, I mean, not, I'm not doing that. Both of these games were like body horror games, so it wouldn't entirely surprise me if they put some fucking weird nasty shit in there. But also, who's going to pay $375 for potentially weird nasty shit and maybe not something you can fuck? I'm sure you can find someone. I know, uh, like, I'm sure there will be people. It is but a, like, why? It is a good thing. That Micah is in his mid to late thirties and married <laughs> at this point, <laughs> because young no, single Micah, this might this might be a temptation too too much to to pass up. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> when I was a younger man, I did price one of these things. A real doll. Yeah, just not like real dolls are not that old. How young are we talking? Yo, real dolls are real dolls have been around since they've been around a minute. Yeah, have they? Yeah, they have. 
They've been around for a good long while. No, I'm not Opening going me a like uh, incognito window so I can look up <laughs> when <laughs> we have was created. <laughs> and by the way, for those listening at home that aren't premium members, this is basically like a preview version of the airing of grievances. So if you <laughs> if you don't subscribe, this is the this is the level of of Micah. Uh, you know, stories that you're missing out on, essentially. The current incarnation of the female real doll product was introduced in 1996. Oh, okay. Hmm. So you could have been a lonely 18-year-old and it or would have been... I could have been a lonely 24-year-old. Nobody! <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? So, no one will ever I, know. I have to give uh, credit where credit is due. Uh, this was written by Michael McWhorter on Polygon. And there's a terrific line in here talking about this package. And I quote, suffice it to say, if there's not something that's intentionally fuckable in the collector's edition, somebody <laughs> screwed up. <laughs> that is that is good journalism right there. To be fair, I don't know if you've seen the new silver dolls. The ones that are like, no mind. Well now, well, now I'm opening no, up an don't. incognito window to see what exactly Terrence is talking about. <laughs> like, well, they had them on, on like, they were on Facebook for a half minute as, like, the new real dolls that were, um, oh, yeah, that's, that's a little too, that's with, a little um, too, uh, uncanny. The date gentleman likes, <laughs> if you will. I just, I don't wow, understand. I don't understand wild. the desire, like, Pocket pussy, whatever. Flashlight, whatever. But like, I I don't understand the desire to fuck something that large. And it doesn't, that doesn't move. move. That's fucking like, creepy, right? Like, I why why do you why do you want to fuck a dead body? Because that's what that is. You're the you're just fucking a limp dead body that doesn't respond. Well, yeah, you don't have a lot of options. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you don't have a lot of options as a guy. You just kind of spend three thousand dollars on a fucking dead body. There are a lot other of money. ways. Yeah. There are so many other ways to get off besides. Right? God. It's you can you way cheaper than paying four thousand dollars to have a doll that you gotta push around in a wheelchair if you're taking it out in public like some of these weirdos have a tendency to do oh no i'm kink shaming just so i'm kink shaming right now that's fine this up uh, this episode of dense pixels has it all we've got politics <laughs> yeah, we've talking about we've got movies. sex this is amazing <laughs> is it thursday this <laughs> <laughs> is very strange um so yeah, that, I don't know. So if you want to pay three hundred forty seventy five dollars for a real loot box, go ahead and do it. Fine, whatever. It's your money. Do what you like. Didn't uh, Borderlands do that at one point? Did they? Yeah, but they didn't charge you three hundred and seventy five dollars, and they didn't collaborate with Real Doll. <laughs> that's the part that's really bizarre. well. Plus, I mean, their, I guess their their technology is great. Their collector's box wasn't like a random assortment of stuff. Like you knew it, it was. It was called a loot box because it was shaped like the treasure chests in the game, but you still knew what you were getting inside of it. Ah, okay, so. I couldn't remember. But yeah, is it? You know what? You know what they're not giving you? No, it's not it. Geek fuel. That's what they're not <laughs> giving you because fuck them. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, I didn't. Oh. I didn't forget. 
Well, technically, isn't like loot crating. No, it's well, not the same, Terrence. Theme. It's not the no, same. No, they give you because they tell you ahead of time and they tell you kind of what what you get. Yeah, uh, fuel okay. sucks. Yeah. Crates great. Right on the line, man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, and last story: uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance says stretch gold DLC is still coming. Wait, what the no. fuck? Is Kingdom Come? No. What this is? Why is Robin Hood in this game? <laughs> well, so apparently this got updated from what I originally did. This 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 yeah. goes back to our stop backing video game Kickstarter's uh, credo that we have on the show. Um, <laughs> oh wait, I'm sorry. Before you continue, female playable character and a dog companion are in the works for DLC. Oh, Mike is but that's playing. not that's not all of the stretch goals though. So like they're they after this original story by Polygon came out, the devs were like, no, like we're still doing this and this. But then there's the rest of this shit on this list in this article that they are apparently maybe not doing. We'll see. I guess it's up in the air. The development is currently focusing on creating the best experience for the base game as possible for as many fans as possible, said Tobias Stoltz Zwilling. You need to cut some letters out of your name. The public relations manager at Warhorse. There is more in development, including some of the KS. What? what, Kickstarter. What yeah, the, so they're oh, saying yeah, we're yeah. working on some stuff and we don't know if or when it's coming out, which is not great. Oh, they've, they've achieved the dog, which is, what is that, a million dollars? Is this money? So, so the way, so Terrence, Ter- you're unfamiliar. Oh, so so on fuck? Kickstarter, um, you know, the company set a funding goal. It's the minimum goal that they need to to have to make their project. And then what they'll do to incentivize people to continue pumping money into the projects, they say, hey, if we get to this much money, we'll add this thing to it. And if we get to this much money, we'll add this thing to it. And those are called stretch goals. And like I said, they're, right, they're yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah, but I'm looking at people. This stretch goals, uh, a little quest board here. Yeah, so basically they, 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 the promised, they promised a lot of stuff like a playable female character, like performance motion capture, like a tournament mode, whatever that is for Kingdom Come Deliverance. Um, a dog companion. So they initially had said that they weren't going to worry about those things um, because the budget was very tight. And now apparently they're saying, oh, we're still working on the dog and the female playable character. But they've achieved it already. Well, no, they were. That that was the like the money that was raised. So like they achieved that much money on the Kickstarter. Meaning the the campaign achieved that goal, but they're not necessarily beholden to giving people that thing. Right. Because of how Kickstarter but works. But I'm looking at the thing and this all stamp achieved. Right. Yes. This 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 is a this is a image of the of the stretch about? goal list from their Kickstarter campaign. Okay. So they achieved those, so they're going to put them in the game, correct? Not necessarily. That's what they said they were going yeah. to do. Yo, stop funding Kickstarter. <laughs> Don't do it. Stop funding video game Kickstarters. Yeah, fucking it. And a hundred one million two hundred dollars with better voice actors. <laughs> who the fuck do they have now how shitty uh, why do i want to play this let me ask you a question how shitty would you feel as a voice if actor really, if, if you got hired for this game right and you like, went to their kickstarter page like, were yeah, like no, oh they could have gotten better voice actors if they had achieved a certain funding goal then right. what the fuck am i that's... and that's the last stretch goal that they haven't gotten yet for better voice act voiceover. right and this is from four years ago mind you because this was funded back in 2014 oh fuck off. And the the base game came out, 
right? Uh, a month yeah, ago. it's out because yeah. people yeah. Were, were like doing were streaming it on Twitch, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And I didn't watch it because I didn't uh, whatever. So, wow. I think this is this is very much just another in a long line of stories about video game kickstarters not necessarily going the way that people wanted them to, and I feel like the problem. With video game Kickstarters compared to other type of game start Kickstarters like card games or or board games or tabletop RPGs is that by the time that like a board game gets to Kickstarter, they have basically a nearly finished product. They have a prototype. They know how the game's going to work. And the Kickstarter is basically, we just need funds to produce this and get it to market. Whereas a video game Kickstarter is, we have an idea. Fund our dream, please. Fund our idea. We have we don't really we maybe have a proof of concept, but we don't really have anything playable or anywhere remotely playable. We just sort of have a preliminary idea and maybe a cinematic trailer for what we want to do. Um, and that's really the danger with video game Kickstarters is that you're buying into someone's idea and sometimes that person's what the person originally had in mind versus what is actually the finished product are not really the same thing. Look, we've said it before, and we'll say it again. There are much, much better things to spend your money on. For example, mm. buying stuff on Amazon. And if you're going to buy stuff on Amazon with the money that you could have spent on video game Kickstarters but foolishly or wisely did not, then you should go to densepixels.com slash Amazon and use our Amazon link. Because when you do that, you pay the same low Amazon price except you give us a little bit of little bit of that coin, a little bit of that scratch that you're buying your Amazon items with, and it goes towards hosting fees, it goes towards equipment, things that we use to keep the show rocking and rolling. So again, densepixels.com slash Amazon. Thank you very much to everyone that uses our Amazon link. If you have not used our Amazon link, what are you waiting for? densepixels.com slash Amazon and help support your favorite video game podcast. One of the many reasons we have Carrie on is uh, she is the resident Nintendo guru. And uh, recently, um, Nintendo hosted a Nintendo Direct. Now, what we're going to do here is, Carrie, if you can click on the Everything Shown in Nintendo Direct March 2018 link, Mm I am going to go down this list. And whatever you want to pontificate on, can we, we will talk about. Can we and, go bottom to top? I, yeah, I feel like we need to go bottom to the top because that's sort of what it was. Order, it, order of importance, we'll say. Yeah, yeah. Or very much order of importance. Excellent. Right. Damn, a lot fucking going. <laughs> see, <laughs> see what you <laughs> missed, Terrence? I can't believe you weren't watching it live last week. So this, yeah, this happened. No, I didn't even know this happened until the docket. <laughs> this, was, this was on this was on the 8th so this was this past thursday so first up hyrule warriors the definitive edition gets a release date of may 18th are we excited i'm i'm gonna pick it up um i liked it on the wii u um and so this has all the extra dlc plus everything that was on the 3ds and 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 more stuff on top of that. So yeah, I'll probably pick it up. You this been... is essentially uh, Dynasty Warriors. Uh, yes, with uh, but Zelda skin on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zelda skin on it. Okay, all right. Uh, it is not okay. Much much like you should stop buying video game Kickstarters. You should stop buying Dynasty Warriors games. 
You're literally playing the same game over and over again. Stop it. Yeah, That's, I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm by this one. I don't play the regular Dynasty Warriors games, but like they're like, oh, you won't, you won't play as Ganondorf? He's got two swords? I'm like, okay. I mean, isn't, it, money. isn't, isn't it kind of different, though, because it's like a different property? No, no, it plays exactly the fucking same. <laughs> I mean, psychologically, like I know it plays psychologically. Same. Yeah, it's a different experience because you're playing in Hyrule, but no, it's the same shit. Yeah. Everyone knows it's the same shit. Yeah, uh, just a bunch of people. Uh, you know what? Mm, I'm mm. going to say something that might be construed as racist, but I don't want to <laughs> offend my buddy Bob. So <laughs> next up. <laughs> Well, <laughs> when we have one Japanese listener, all of a sudden I have to rethink everything I say. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, uh, Undertale. Uh, Nintendo announced that the acclaimed indie uh, game released on PC three years ago is yeah. heading to the Switch eventually. Um, what say you, Carrie? I mean, I'm I'm sure you've played Undertale. I have. Many times um, I enjoyed Undertale a lot when it first released three years ago. Um, I played it on PC. I played through it twice. I'm probably not going to get it on Switch unless they like really add a lot more content to it. Um, I just I'm over it. Like I played Undertale. I had a good time. The music's really good, but I'm 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 I've moved on. Uh, Little Nightmares is coming to Switch on May 18th. Carrie, what is Little Nightmares? I've got no fucking idea. This shit looks gross. I will feel this one. It is okay. a it is a like puzzle platformer game with a horror bent. So if you like Inside and Limbo, the chances are you may enjoy this as well. It's been out on PS4 and Xbox One for about a year. I know I recognize that name. <clears throat> I did see it on Xbox One. I don't like ghost shit. <laughs> it is ghost shit, so you should probably stay away. Nope. Not, uh, not, not playing this if it's ghost shit. Apparently, speaking of ghost shit, you can, you can, if you have the Pac-Man amiibo, you can play as Pac-Man. Right? Or you can hellscape. wear a creepy Pac-Man mask, basically, is what it boils down to. I was like, no thanks. No, I'm good on that. Hard pass, actually. What a, what a random... Bonus. Was it published by Namco? That's a good question. I'll check on that while you guys are moving on. Next up, Travis Strikes Again. No More Heroes. The return of fan favorite grasshopper franchise. Uh, Manufactured franchise will encompass a total of seven different game genres. No word on a release date. Are we excited? I'll get this. I I like... uh, I, I like Travis and his his douchey Ed Hardy esque nerd like <laughs> thing that he has going on. Yeah, I liked. Uh, I didn't play the second one. I enjoyed the first No More Heroes a lot, actually. Um, this seems like I don't know that I want to call it a mini game collection, but like it's seven different shorter games that Travis and potentially a buddy because this has co op as well. Um, sort of have to navigate. So, I mean, it's a fucking Suda 51 title. It's going to be wacky. Um, so it'll probably be good though, because I don't think Grasshopper manufacturers come out with a game where people have been like, this is awful. So, yeah, it was, uh, I even like that game where like a flying piece of poo was like your sidekick or something like that. Right. I don't remember that. 
Ah, I can't remember it. What? Uh, Next up, Dark Souls Remastered Amiibo. That's right. The highly anticipated Dark Souls Remastered is also getting an Amiibo. A cute, cuddly Amiibo. I laughed so (laughs) fucking hard when they showed this because, one, like, one of my sort of predictions for this direct was that they were going to highlight some sort of Nintendo exclusive bullshit for Dark Souls Remastered. And I was correct. Solera Vastora is getting an amiibo of him doing praise the sun. And literally all it does in game is if you tap it, your character does the praise the sun emote. That's all it does. It's completely useless, which is so funny, but I'm 100% getting one because my husband loves Dark Souls. So I'm going to get like 25 of them and just bury him in them. (laughs) (laughs) So I've never, I've never played Dark Souls. I I think when you do the praise, the I think there's a reason because it's the Solaire like, uh, cult or whatever and I think if you do it at certain spots in the game something happens I think you're I right remember. <laughs> I don't. I haven't played Dark Souls because I like to have a good time when I play video games <laughs> yeah that shit ain't fun first run through Dark Not Souls bad. doesn't seem like a good time Every t- like I think he's like recently started over um because he's been talking about the Capper Demon and I'm like that seems mm. why that seems like a shit time why would I want to do that Why I'm not trying to be mad playing a video game so i'm gonna play stardew valley i'm not gonna play dark souls um what is the over under on nintendo releasing a total of four solar amiibos each with each posing in the vein of y m c (laughs) and a i don't think that's gonna happen but i appreciate the effort ah Next no, up, no. the <laughs> South Park, <laughs> the fractured butthole is right, to the Switch. Very upset that I didn't realize what the fuck that was when I first heard the goddamn name of that game. Really? <laughs> Highly upset. Yeah, the, the, the fractured butthole. I, whatever, man. I'm not, I'm not a, I don't, I don't uh, laugh at you. I'm, not, I'm not into hearing words. <laughs> I'm just glad, that, like, I'm not going to buy this because I just, I don't care for South Park at all. Um, but I, I enjoyed that. Um, this meant that the Nintendo direct narrator had to say butthole on stream. (laughs) I don't don't like, I don't like toilet humor. It's not funny to me. That's why I didn't get it. I mean, like at this point, it's like South Park has gone from toilet humor into like aggressively kind of libertarian opinion holding. And I'm just like, "Eh." a lot of it, a lot of it boils down to, I don't like change and I'm just. I'm not about it. I unfortunately did buy this game, and um, I'm very sad that I did because <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Didn't you like the first one? But that's why uh, you bought the second one. Yeah, that's why I bought the second one because I was like, "What's the right, difference?" I'll play it. nothing. Like nothing in terms of like humor or story or anything like that. Gameplay is different, but the in terms of gameplay, it's it's a it's a it's like baby's first rpg right right like it's a very simple turn-based rpg isn't it yeah it's incredibly simple like it's it's not and it's not worth it you have to you have to be a fan and playing this game made me realize i'm not a fan anymore like i'm just too old 
uh, that that's not funny to me. Yeah, that's never been funny to me. Right. I never found. And I don't like when people funny. fart in real life. Shit is fucking <laughs> gross. Get out of here. Somebody in my office was blowing it up around me today, and I was no. not happy. No, yeah, that's just not no. funny, man. It's not funny. Get your fucking your fucking fecal funny shit out of my face. That's how people get pink eye. You going around spreading pink eye. <laughs> bitch. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy uh, includes the remastered versions of the first three Crash Bandicoot games will be released on July 10th. Feel free to not get that for me for my birthday. Uh, oh, I will I... not. Don't worry. It's not good. good. Don't. Um, people were excited about this because they thought it would be a PlayStation exclusive. Uh, apparently not. It's also coming to Xbox One. Obviously, Nintendo did not mention that fact, but it was announced afterwards. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was funny because I was like, huh, they already talked about Dark Souls today. Why, why are we talking about Dark Souls again? Um, <laughs> that's all I heard last year after this game came out was that um, it was hard as shit, but like, I might pick it up. Here's the I thing. Like, so cra- like Crash is a, Crash, a child. Crash 2 and 3 are fine. Crash 1 is a game that I'm not sure why it still is beloved as it is because that game is not designed well. And I say that as a Naughty Dog fan. Like I I, I love Naughty Dog, but So, okay, like I went to um the Crash Bandicoot panel at San Diego Comic-Con last year and they had people who worked on the original game for Naughty Dog, and then they had people who had worked on the remastered trilogy for, um, I guess it was Vicarious Visions. And it was interesting. It was hosted by Jeff Keighley, which was tolerable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, before you get started, I, pro- I don't think there's any better descriptor of Jeff Keighley than tolerable. He actually, like, introduced himself because I was in the room really early and I was just sort of, like, working on my laptop and he was just like, hi, I'm Jeff Keighley. And I was just like, all right, like, <laughs> what 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 level of tightness were his pants, dude? I wasn't looking. At that's the pants. that's the one thing I can never forget about Jeff Keeley's. He had like the, he the tight tightest pants, pants in the entire world. But yeah, it was it was interesting because the original Naughty Dog people who worked on the game, um, because that was the panel where they announced that they were doing the Stormy Ascent level for the trilogy, and the discussion of that level basically was like we had done so many weird. <laughs> things to get this on this disc <laughs> that like we realized too late that the uh the the stormy ascent level was too difficult so rather than remove it from the game which would have fucked up the code for the whole game um we just took out the entrance to it and that was fine. So yeah, there's just a lot of wacky stuff as far as the original Crash Bandicoot is concerned programming wise. What the fuck is a stormy is that like some kind of iconic level in this in the city? Yeah, so people were able to find it back in the day by using like Game Genie and shit. They were like, what's this stormy ascent level? Because it was a fully programmed working level. Um oh. but it's brutal. And so um yeah, they they took it out of the the game because they were like, "This is too hard. Like, this is fun for us as programmers, as people who know where everything is, but this is way too hard for someone coming into it fresh." 
So um, the the reason we were all laughing is because while while Carrie was talking, Micah sent a picture to our Facebook group showing the evolution of the Crash Bandicoot character model from <laughs> from one to three, and uh, it ended up being so basically he gets more detail, more detail, more detail, and and now in modern times he is basically John Cena, <laughs> essentially. I just and you know how I found that. <laughs> I didn't know what a real bandicoot looked like. So I just Google imaged bandicoot. <laughs> and that image was like the third the on the fourth row. It's so, amazing. Does does anyone outside of New Zealand has anyone experienced a live bandicoot before? I still don't know what a bandicoot is. Well, no clue. Regardless of whether we know what a bandicoot is or not, it's pretty clear that his time is now. I, I've never played these, but I cannot buy this game. I can't. I cannot condone this game uh, based on the spelling of insane, uh, because it reminds me too much of a movie that called Insecure, in which uh, the main character, uh, instead of you know working out, airbrushed abs onto his body. That happened. Well, clearly, that clearly he did not have enough hustle, loyalty, or respect <laughs> to put in the work at the gym. Next up, Captain Toad Treasure Hunt, tre- Treasure Tracker, uh, which was originally launched for the Wii U, will soon be on the Switch. The new version includes new miniature courses based on various kingdoms in the Super Mario Odyssey game. And the game launches July 13th. Are we excited? I'm, I'm going to get this. I didn't play the first one, but I heard really good things about it. Literally, I don't think anyone who I talked to who played it was like, I didn't like this. Everyone who played the original Treasure Tracker was like really charmed by it. Um, it's like a fun little puzzle game, basically, um, starring Captain Toad. And I, I'm delighted by Toad's little... <laughs> noises all the time. I love I them. So. <laughs> <laughs> is Captain Toad in his <laughs> voice the Joe Pesci of the Super Mario <laughs> I don't know. I think Yoshi is. But that's I, just you know, me. I, I saw something. I read a story um uh, regarding Mario and Yoshi, did you know that when when Mario is riding Yoshi, and you he's know, punching he, him, he's he's donkey punching, he's punching Yoshi. Him. It's what it's what it's what he deserves. Actually, Yoshi's God, the fucking damn. worst. I mean, Fuck I'm all hating animals, but Jesus Christ! Fuck Yoshi! Punching him in the back of the head, like bitch, eat that fucking turtle. Yeah, he punches <laughs> him in the back of the head and then abandons him down a death pit. It's what he deserves. What did Yoshi do to deserve such punishment? Which, don't, I don't know. Don't I, I, I too am not comfortable with this level of Yoshi slander <laughs> on this podcast. I will not have my preferred pick in Super Mario Kart be, uh, <laughs> be run down in this way. Uh, next up, Square Enix's RPG for the Nintendo Switch Octopath Traveler. Uh, is an eight-character 2D HD journey. Let me tell you something, Micah. Let me tell you. In the past week, I started playing the demo for this game. 
Uh-huh. And it is legit. It's fucking delightful, man. Oh, I've played that's all I need to hear. It's real good. Here's here's my my one lingering um bit of doubt is I don't know if you guys played Bravely Default when Bravely Default yes. was getting ready to come out. Um, but like that was one where they had the demo way ahead of time, much like this, and you could play the demo, and it was a pretty lengthy demo. And I I played the the Bravely Default demo. And I was like, wow, I really like this game. And I pre-ordered the collector's edition because I was like, I love this. This is going to be so cool. I can't wait to play the full version of this. And then I got like 35 hours into that game. And I was like, I fucking hate this. So because that was a game that it took a really cheap way to um, extend the game to an unnecessary length Yo. by resetting the world. Yeah, I was fucking Yes. I was so fucking mad. I sold it. Bravely Second came out and people were like, it's better than the first one. I was like, I don't fucking believe you. I'm not going to play it. Um, so that's my one sort of like bit of hesitation with Octopath Traveler is because I was so burned by Bravely Default. And like, obviously, they're not the same game. It's not the same team working on it. It's a different style of shit. I'm still going to get Octopath when it comes out, but maybe I don't get the collector's edition this time. Maybe I don't do that. <laughs> Micah, no. don't you what worry. Do you mean when they, you say they reset the world, like they reset the game, like essentially. So, like at the end, it's like there are these four crystals, and you have to restore the light to them and whatnot in order to like prevent evil from coming to the world. So it's like you do that the first time, and you're like, "Hi, huh, I'm only like 15 hours into this game," and then like you reset the last crystal or whatever, and it just like it takes you back to the beginning and you're like oh what happened and it's like the little fairy that guides you is like hmm Kia, i wonder what's going on she's the evil <laughs> it's yeah. her she's a bitch Fucking bitch <laughs> <laughs> and um so like you do that over and over and over again and you have to fight the same four bosses over and over again and you're, yeah like you're you're it's like groundhog day dude yeah it's groundhog day uh, but a jrpg fuck no I remember, man, I remember that shit. I vividly, oh, god damn, why'd you put that fucking evil <laughs> back into my brain? Bravely <laughs> Default had a lit soundtrack, though. The music in that game was, had some bops. Yeah, I remember um, that game, but yeah, you're right, man. Oh, god damn it. Like, I, I, never will, I will, I will, I got lay... to like the, the fourth world instance, and I was like, fuck you. I, no, I'm done. <laughs> I and will allay your fears. That's one of the few times that I've like completely rage quit on an RPG that like I had that many hours into. Usually I'm like, oh, I'm tired, but like I'm going to finish it. This one I was just like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. Fuck you, Square Enix. This is but the. Anyway, uh, I'm excited for Octopath. <laughs> this is the Final Fantasy VI sequel that you always wanted, Micah. Oh come on! Don't don't do that, Brad. Don't do. It. Is it, can I pre can I pre order it now? I think yes. you can. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You can? I'm pretty yes. sure. Mm, all right. That's what I'm doing. If I had my switch up here, I'd do it right now. Mm. How much is it? Fifty? No, it'll be the full. It'll be the full shebang. Yeah, okay. I think it's sixty when it comes out. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I'm fine with it. It seems worth it. The, the battle system is super intriguing in this game. The job cool? system that yes, they talked is. about in the Nintendo Direct is is really interesting. Um, yeah, it just I and I I wasn't super sold on the visual style of this game oh, when I was, they first I was debuted it, but I, I love it. All the way at, in. At this point, yeah. Why can't, why can't a Final Fantasy VI fucking re-release look like this? That's my question. Right? 
Yeah, Micah, the the demo, it should be up in the eShop if you just search Octopath. It's a free demo, and you can get a couple couple few hours out of the demo just exploring and going between the two characters out of the eight that are available. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, Sushi, Str- <clears throat> sushi Striker, Way of the Sushido. It's a puzzle game. Okay. It is that while we were while my wife and I were watching this Nintendo Direct, this was the game that got the biggest reaction from her. So I have a feeling that it I'll looks be cute. Taking this game, mm-hmm. it's it's not my kind of game. But it, it's it a pu- it's cute. a puzzle game, Terrence. That's why she that's why she up. likes it. Oh, okay. So, so what type of uh, what's the point of this? How do you play this puzzle game? It like, looks like that you have to like match colors or match like the you place, match basically. The yeah. And that lets so you build like up, you like to, like drawing you have to longer lines. The sushi's down onto like your station, basically, and create like a stack of plates, and then like you shoot the plates at your opponent to cause them damage. So, oh, okay, all right, all right. As as uh, one does is at a sushi restaurant, right? Yeah, slightly more involved than your typical uh, match three. Next up. Okami HD Capcom is bringing it back. The remaster of Clover Studios' classic adventure game is coming to the Switch this summer. Um, Related story. I will finally be buying Okami HD. I'm fucking (laughs) mad, man. I got it on the PS4 for Christmas. I haven't even finished it yet. I got distracted by Digimon. Um... But no, I I'm I'm a little mad that it's coming out on the Switch months later because I sure would like to play it on the Switch, but I'm sure shit not starting over from the beginning. So guess I'm not getting it. You like uh, Okami, didn't you, Terry? Yeah. You wanna you're gonna pick up a, a Switch to, <laughs> to get one? I liked it a lot. <laughs> I still like it. I've got it on the Xbox One. Very fun. I've got, I've, shit, I got like 20 something hours into the Xbox One version. <clears throat> Maybe 30. I'm close to the end. Next up, everyone's favorite polyp, Kirby, is back. <laughs> a polyp? <laughs> I mean, look. He's a, That's he's rude. A... <laughs> Kirby's a good boy, and he deserves better than that. <laughs> Kirby All Star Allies it is coming to Nintendo Switch. March 16th, really close. So you might want to go see a This week. (laughs) It looks cute. This was basically just a reminder of like, hey, this game comes out this week. And then they kind of previewed some of the extra characters that are going to be coming to the game. It was fine. It was just like, hey, just just so you know, this is out in like three days. So Kirby never struck my fancy. Really? No. Maybe I was just at the right age. You were at the right age because I I think that was the bigger problem is by the time it came out, I was like, eh, this looks like a baby game for babies. I'm not going to play it. (laughs) (laughs) It's me, a literal fetus. (laughs) Kirby. Uh, Next up, Mario's punk-ass brother is back in Luigi's mansion. He, much like myself, don't like ghost shit. (laughs) uh, But he is brave enough to go inside of a haunted mansion. Uh, and play Ghostbuster, I guess. Oh, yep. a remake? Uh, yeah, this is a remake of the original one for the GameCube. Um, a lot of people were like, why didn't they just do this on the Switch? But then you also have to consider um, the sequel, Dark Moon, was a 3DS game. 
So I'm not entirely surprised that they like put the original on the 3DS instead of putting it on the Switch because now you can have both Luigi's Mansion experiences on the same system. Until it releases on the Switch. I I don't really care for these games because I'm a weenie and um, I also don't like to hear Luigi whine for a long time. So. Hmm. But you're okay with Toadstool or Toad that's strange hmm. toad's excited oh. and he's happy to see you and meanwhile luigi's a scaredy baby yeah, all those goddamn <laughs> noises that those nintendo characters make <laughs> just are is just unacceptable speaking of noises made by nintendo characters detective pikachu is going to be fucking hilarious because i don't know if you've seen the trailers for this but he has a deep ass voice and it is so fucking funny Uh, detective pikachu is an upcoming action mystery film directed by rob letterman that is also a thing that's happening with uh, ryan reynolds as the voice of pikachu this game is not that this game comes out in a couple weeks on uh, march 23rd and it's uh, you solve crimes with a Pikachu that speaks English aggressively well. And wearing a deer stalker hat. Yes. Huh. I'm just very curious to I'm more I'm sorry, I'm more concerned about the movie at this point as a as a as an entity. As oh, something same. Uh, because Van Wilder is going to be voicing. <laughs> wow, really? Ryan Reynolds hasn't escalated beyond Van Wilder for you at this point in his career. Look, I like Ryan Reynolds. I was a Ryan Reynolds apologist back when he was doing the proposal. I don't want to hear anything. Well, you like the proposal uh, because Sandra Bullock was in it. And Ryan Reynolds. I really sure. like Ryan Reynolds, and I want to have sex with Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect fucking movie for me all right so i will not have like i'm just i'm just joshing with the guy uh-huh i'm a i'm a big ryan reynolds fan uh, which yeah. is why detective pikachu is even on my radar hmm. I don't yeah, you. detective pikachu is a game coming out and also a movie coming out in may mario and luigi bowser's inside story plus Bowser Jr.'s Journey is a really long fucking title. Yes. Um, so this was 2010 release, I think. On yes, the DS. it came. It was, I think, the last Mario and Luigi game that came out on the uh, original DS. So they're porting it to the 3DS, and then much like they did with, I think, Superstar Saga, where they added like an additional thing to it so bowser jr's journey is like a new mode and a new story um the the thing about this that's really worthwhile is the fact that this isn't releasing until 2019 it's probably going to be very early 2019 but i think that's worth noting because that means nintendo has guaranteed that they will be supporting the 3ds with new software into next year and this will be a delightful swan song for that system yeah, probably. <laughs> That's probably going to be it. Next up. Huh? Yeah, I mean, oh, we're in it, baby. Check out, man, because the, the rest of the show is Nintendo. Take a nap. <laughs> Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers. What the hell is that? 
So Dylan's Rolling Western, which I never played, um, that was an eShop game a while ago, 2012. Um, so now the character's back, and I guess people are excited about it. Um, this game looks like a mix of tower defense and third-person shooting. So I guess fans of the character will probably be on board with it. Um, but I, I think this is just another eShop release. I don't think this is getting a physical launch. It's weird that the band that's saying, come on, Eileen is now getting their own video game here in 2018. That was Dexy's Midnight Runners. Dex- Dexy's Midnight yeah, Runners. Sounds very, I was going to say. Similar, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm black. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> much much like my LL Cool J joke, there's probably three people that probably are laughing right now. I'll need to hear okay. from you to salvage my to my to my pride. After that. <laughs> WarioWare Gold uh, is headed to the 3DS. Nintendo called the collection the most packed package of mini games to date. A game jam packed with mini games is the best type of game, according to the writer of this paragraph. I don't know about you guys, but I love WarioWare, so I'm really glad that this is a thing. I'm a little miffed that it's on 3DS and not Switch, but uh, whatever. Um, I've got two 3DSs, so I might as well put them to use um so yeah i'll play this warrior is fun like it's stupid fun but it's fun and on uh coincidentally i guess on uh the day that luke cage releases <laughs> june 22nd i'd love to see how you're gonna tie these two together yeah go uh, go for it uh luke cage is black in new york mario was a plumber from brooklyn um and black people and Italians don't like each other, according to Spike Lee. Bam. Six out of ten. The best. The best. Yeah. <laughs> Mario Tennis Aces will be released June 22nd on the Nintendo Switch. Um, I haven't seen anything about this, but it's an arcade tennis game, and I dig those. Me too. Yeah. Um, Definitely getting this. I'm, I'm going to get this. Um, this is going to have a story mode for the first time since N64. I think. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play this. Um, it looks fun. It looks one of those things where it's got like an easy learning curve, but it's got some probably pretty deep gameplay to it. The one thing that I'm really hung up on is the fact that Nintendo is going to be doing, um, like online tournaments and then they're going to have rewards like special outfits and bonus characters. And I'm like, if you motherfuckers are really going to lock bonus characters behind winning in an online tournament, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Genuinely. I'm not going to be happy if that's the case. Hopefully it's not, but... Uh... Nintendo trying to, trying to harden you up, trying to make you get good. I'm not. I'm not good. <laughs> And finally, the main event, Super Smash Brothers is headed to the Nintendo Switch, and apparently it is coming this year. Yo. So I was watching this in the office pretending to work, right? And, <laughs> <laughs> and like, 
the teaser for this, um, which it came off of the um, DLC announcement for Splatoon 2, um, which for whatever reason is not in this article, but they're adding Octolings as playable characters. They're adding a full additional story mode single player. It looks really cool. And so they like spent all this time on Splatoon 2, and then they opened the teaser for Super Smash Brothers with the sort of standard Inkling boy and Inkling um, girl from Splatoon. But I'm like... They're in super high def. <laughs> These guys look crisp. And um, they they did a really good job to sort of fake people out a little bit. They were like, oh, that's it for Splatoon news. Oh, wait, we have, we have one more thing. One more thing for this presentation. And it's like more Splatoon for a minute. Um, but, you know, the, the Inkling girl turns around and the Smash logo is reflected in her eye. And I was just like at my desk and I'm like very quietly like, oh, shit, Smash Brothers. But I hear a guy on like the other end of the office go like, oh, and I was like, ah, good. I'm not like the only person slacking off and watching the (laughs) Nintendo Direct right now. So rumor has it because uh, Sakurai, is it? Yes. Is working on this game uh, that it's going to be actually a, a new Smash Brothers and not just a deluxe version of the Wii U one. So I think it is I'm kind of 50 50 on what I think this is going to be. I don't think that they would um, spend all this time on this big teaser this early in the year, um, which also besides establishing the fact that the Inklings are going to be playable in this game um, also showed uh, Link in his Breath of the Wild outfit. Um, I don't think that they would spend that much time doing that if it was just going to be like a deluxe version of the Wii U and 3DS games. But I don't know. I I feel like it could go either way. It's entirely possible that ever since Smash 4 came out that they've been building this up from the ground up because it's a first-party Nintendo game, so they've had all this time to work on a Switch version. Um, But I don't know. I also wouldn't be surprised if they were like, it's Smash for the Wii U, but it looks better, and we got 12 more characters. There you go. So I feel like we're not going to it's not going to be fully established if it's a totally new game until probably E3. So before we get to question of the week, um I will I will poll the table. I will say my most excited announcement was a release date for Octopath Traveler, and I was pleasantly surprised that it's only four months away. Carrie, what was your single announcement that excited you the most? Probably Smash. Mike Because it was it was unexpected. Um, you got me hyped for uh, Octopath Traveler. That's probably uh, the thing that I care about the most. And um, I didn't see enough of uh, No More Heroes 3 to really, you know, sway my opinion of it uh, either way. So, yeah, Octopath Traveler, then uh, Mario Tennis I'm excited for, and then uh, probably Smash. The only reason I'm not super hyped for Smash is that means I'm one... It's one step closer to having to look at uh, Smash at Evo. <laughs> and uh, and Terrence, your uh, favorite announcement. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm... Terrence, you like to smash, right? Yes, I do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I was expecting yeah, I... what to be the actual answer, so that's fine. What? Exactly. There we go. There we yeah, go. It was so much Nintendo. I, 
nothing you heard made you want to think about even entertaining the thought of having a switch if you if someone gifted you a switch I said if someone gifted me a switch which one of these games would you play if you didn't have to pay for it I don't remember what games you talked about fantastic we'll call it smash brothers Uh, we we uh, we asked you all your favorite announcement for this Nintendo Direct we also said if you don't own a switch has this Nintendo Direct pushed you over the edge? I'm going to fly through these responses. Uh, Maxwell says he can't wait for a new WarioWare game. Octopath Traveler is one of the main reasons he bought a Switch. And Smash is trash. Uh, <laughs> Justin says, none. Is that an option? There were things shown off he's excited about, like Octopath Traveler and Kirby. But none of the new information struck me as interesting. Ricky said that he does not know what a Nintendo Direct is still. He's still not buying a Switch yet. He doesn't have time for anything but Destiny 2. I feel you, dude. My dude. (laughs) Stop playing Destiny. Uh, Dustin says, Fallout 3 Remastered Double Fun Edition with Skyrim DLC. Carrie, what would you do if they released Fallout on, uh, on the Switch? I would hope that it would be Fallout 4 at this point, though I wouldn't be mad about an HD release of 3, though I would prefer New Vegas because it's the best one of those three. Um, Either way, you'd play it again, is what you're talking about. Yeah, no, regardless, I'm fucking playing it, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Gustavo said, he just posted a GIF of the Nintendo 64 Smash Brothers, Uh, so that is is his most excited thing. And he also says, R.I.P. Harry Kane, Um, I'll wait and see the... the, uh, the severity of the ankle injury before I freak out, Gustavo. Uh, Leonardo says, I've been so excited for Octopath Traveler and Smash is just icing on the cake. He hopes he can get a Switch by August, but he might wait until Black Friday. Uh, Malcolm says he doesn't have a Switch, but he is here to petition on behalf of his Quebecois friends, myself and Cam, that they deserve to be in the title match at WrestleMania. Canadian Justice, I wholeheartedly agree with you, sir. Uh, Cam says, I am getting really excited by Smash this year confirmed. Don't give a shit about those Splatoon chuckle fucks being added. Little disappointed by the lack of Pokemon news. And he's upset that I did not take the uh, easy lay down victory that he offered me at Fastlane. I think think there's going to be a Pokemon game this year. I think they're waiting until um, E3 to announce it. I don't think they would announce that and Smash Brothers in the same way. No. They don't want to take. They don't want to. No, no, I'm saying I don't think they would release them in the same window. I don't think you'll get. I don't think that Pokemon's coming out this year. No? No, I really don't. Mm. I really don't. Uh, Gaston says he's most excited for Smash, but he knew it was coming as soon as they gave the new system update to make GameCube controllers compatible. Really? Yeah. Is that a real thing? They sure did. They made the thingy that they created for the Wii U uh, compatible (sighs) with the Switch. So good thing I got one of those. That control is awful. It let it die. (laughs) Let it die. (laughs) Nah, I'm sad. I'm good to go. Terrible. Let me and my baby hands have my GameCube controller. That controller's humongous. Your baby hands shouldn't work with it. It's terrible. (laughs) These tiny hands. Oh, God. Let that controller fucking die a sweet, sweet death in a giant fire. Uh, Anthony says Half-Life 3. I missed that one. Rashawn uh, is still not getting a switch. He's going to be on that fuck Nintendo wave forever. Terrence, why did you hack into Rashawn's Facebook account and post a comment Rashawn, on this question again, of the week? Like, grow some taste, man. Stick to your PS4 and Xbox One. It's where real games are played. What games? What games does Xbox One have? I don't even know what games. <laughs> <laughs> 
Get a PC. I would turn my shit on to play a fucking game and. T- and uh, Seth, I like how you I about that real quick. I haven't turned it on to play a game because yeah, I like <laughs> last time I turned it on was yesterday to watch Jessica Jones. Right? It's a Netflix machine for you. It's I was watching. I was watching player. Extreme Homes last night on fucking Netflix. Uh, Seth, show, uh, some woman made a made a fucking uh, uh, house with like airplane wings. Pretty fucking cool. Right. Anyway. Uh, Seth Magnum, and I'm using his last name because when you have a last name as cool as Magnum, it's going to get set on spot. God damn it. Seth says he's looking for... Magnum! I'm I'm having having a mic. You switch those letters around, it just fucks everything. I'm having a mic a day when it comes to reading (laughs) things, apparently. So he's looking forward to playing Dark Souls and, of course, Smash Brothers. Uh, Christopher says, nothing really. Never cared about Smash Brothers. Was hoping for ported Zelda games like Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. Captain Toad was fun, though. Uh, Johnny says that uh, he's happy third-party developers are beginning to have their games on the Switch. Uh, he refers to my, my and Mike is most uh, look forward to games. Octo Totes, not Final Fantasy VI Traveling Adventure. Um, and he wrote that wrong on purpose. He says, just for you, Micah. And he is looking for the latest roster reveal for Smash Brothers, and uh, he believes it's going to be John Cena, who would be very appropriate yeah. for that game, honestly. Could, so. you, could you? I mean... <laughs> Could you imagine fucking John Cena and Smash? You know? Come on, yo! Now I want it to happen. Yeah, you know what? I mean, we we did we did campaign for uh, Randy Orton to get added to Smash Brothers a couple of years ago. <laughs> I think that we can uh, maybe throw some stuff behind this as well. Uh, Chris says, "Super motherfucking Smash Brothers." Trey is uh, with you, Micah. He's looking forward to No More Heroes three. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Amir post gif is just a guy yelling smash. Okay, I couldn't tell what the fuck he was yelling, but uh, apparently Amir is very excited for Smash Brothers. And Mark says, as a non-Switch owner and part-time Nintendo hater, they continue to make great Nintendo games, but their characters are dull and you're waiting for something fresh from them. Uh, tired of Mario and the Nintendo gang. Yeah. I- I need John Cena and Smash Brothers now. <laughs> yeah, man. I just I can't unsee that now. I can't unsee it. I um I need them to put uh this is Felix. Isaac somewhere up on my wall. I put Isaac back in Smash, please. He was an assist trophy in Brawl, and I was like, yeah, they got the music from Golden Sun back in uh Smash 4. Where's Isaac? Fucking nowhere, apparently. Just please. I want two characters. I don't give a shit about anyone else. I want Isaac and I want Princess Daisy. I just pictured John Cena's final smash as just being a unskippable uh, sequence of the five moves of doom. (laughs) (laughs) Ending with an attitude adjustment that bounces a character off the fucking stage floor and they fly (laughs) off the screen. Like what if what if uh, during those five moves of doom during the uh, the you can't see me like a big ass hand just comes up in front of the screen? That'd be fantastic, and I and I need and I need his theme music to be just just brabbled out like in the background while that shit's going on. <laughs> so, thank you for those responses, uh, and that is our show. 
this week. Uh, if you are not part of our fan group, you should go to densepixels.com slash fans. We have a good time in there. And uh, as Terrence pointed out, there's a lot of new members we've been seeing lately. So make sure you're one of them. If you're listening and not in the fan group, uh, hop on in there. Leave us a five-star review, uh, much as Bob did uh, earlier in the show. Uh, if you want to say we're psycho in the review, then... uh. You got it. We'll, we'll take that every time. Uh, follow us Facebook and Twitter at Dense Pixels. Subscribe to the show on your podcatcher of choice. We are all on Twitch as well. Uh, we have a show channel uh, that's just Dense Pixels. And then I am Dense Pixels Brad. Terrence is Apparition 410. Micah is Dense Black Nerd. And Carrie is Sup It's Carrie. And uh, yep. that is it. So, Carrie, thank you very much for lending your Nintendo expertise to Absolutely. the show. Absolutely. And now that I have the camera and the microphone set up at the house that I fucking bought because I'm an adult now, apparently, uh, hopefully I'll be on the show more often. Well, considering the the glut of Nintendo games that are coming out. Hey, hey. Surprise. even though now you have, we have even though on the regular roster, we now have two bona fide Nintendo experts. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I have literally been playing Nintendo since you were in diapers. <laughs> even, even, even before, honestly. Even before. I was, but at that time, I may have been still playing Nintendo. You heard it here first, yeah, kids. Was, yeah. Number one Nintendo I fan, always Terrence. Knew Nintendo was awesome. And I've never said a bad word about them ever, anywhere, ever, and you can't prove it. <laughs> Bold statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is all from us. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week. See you. See you. Bye. Bye.